Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 242 of Sack Kings Therapy. Uh, we are coming to you after the Kings lose to the New York Knicks in MSG 112 to 99. The Kings simply kind of just didn't have it this game. We'll get into the little details in a bit, but uh, with me to talk about this game, uh, New York's own fall. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> he, he was just in New York, so he's from New York. So we'll just say we'll just say that for now. But uh, before we get started, we just want to um, acknowledge the passing of Paul Silas. Uh, he passed away, I think, today. And uh, yeah, condolences to him and his family. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Uh, his son actually coaches the Houston Rockets. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, uh, but you know, like give show, show some love to the Silas family. You know, we lost a great one. I'm not going to pretend I know like the insight. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend I'm the encyclopedia of Paul Silas's life, but he was, a, he was a good player and you know, he spent, he spent a lot of his time, apparently one of the, just the nicest people that uh, a lot of people have ever interacted with. So the NBA world lost a good one today. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about the game. So the Kings started out, it, it was a pretty ugly game to start. Not Both teams weren't just weren't really hitting shots, but towards the end of the fourth quarter, things started to open up as, you know, Julius Randle gets going. He, he ended up with 15 points in the first, and everyone else kind of followed behind him. And unfortunately, the Kings... Did just couldn't find their touch. They went down big. They were they trailed 36 to 22 after that and basically never threatened in the game after that. Yeah, it felt like we shot a little too many threes, in my opinion. Not saying that it's a bad thing, but I mean we could have created something else other than relying on the three all the time. So, yeah, about that. Yes, we actually did shoot a lot of threes, 39 threes. The issue is you only made 10. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Um, we'll, we'll talk about him in a little bit, but, like, the bench really did not did not show up this game. The starters, in my opinion, did what they needed to do. Now, Kevin Herter could have hit a few more threes, and, like, Harrison Barnes could have hit a few, few more threes. But for the most part, if you look at, like, across the stat line from the starting lineup, they did what they needed to. But unfortunately, just not much from the bench tonight. And honestly, the they just looked out of sync, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just, it's one of those games, you know. I mean, hopefully we'll bounce back and let's see, what is our next game? It is against Philly. Ooh, and I, I would have, yeah, I, I would have said like Philly was a winnable game. Joel Embiid had just had 51 and 20. So <laughs> I don't know. But you know, I think it's 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 a winnable game. I had said this about this game, and the again, the Kings just didn't have it. You hope that they do have it at that game, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah, not only were the Kings really bad from the three-point line, uh, um, they were also really bad from the free throw line. Tw- 23 of 35. Ooh. E- yeah. I remember we were missing quite crucial uh, free throws, especially uh, one point from Barnes. Uh, you were gone during uh, one of those plays, and I was like, come on, you got to at least hit one, and he misses both. 
Yeah, um, I I mean, I had said that Sabonis has become really reliable in the, from the free throw line. Past two games have not been great, but at least he kind of gets to the free throw line. Now, Barnes, Barnes and Sabonis are the only ones that get to the free throw line anymore. De'Aaron even, like, honestly doesn't get there much anymore. But this three for six from Kevin Herter is just, like, you know, it's confusing. Yeah, it's interesting because I I think uh I remember you saying that he was a pretty good decent like around 80% from uh previous seasons. Yeah, and this year he's shooting 70%. But honestly, it it feels like he's shooting 50. Like it's been bad. I don't know what it is with his shooting touch. I I I believe he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a th- I don't think it's going to be a problem, but it's it's been it's been just weird watching him miss free throws despite being a good shooter although he's not been as hot lately oh yeah like i said it's it's just one of those games uh they also turned the ball over 16 times now most of them were not terrible turnovers but it is notable when you turn the ball over this much um and then on defense just could not for the life of them contain dribble penetration like they just let guys get to their spots. One of the masters of that, like you know, Jalen Brunson, just kind of got to his spot um and did whatever he wanted. And then Julius Randle, they just they just don't have a guy for him, really. Like you don't want to put Sabonis on him because you want to put Sabonis on Mitchell Robinson. And the Kings don't really have that kind of big four. I had said, like in the Bucks game, like there aren't that many teams that can, you know, off the top of my head, that could abuse the Kings' size issue. Well, the Knicks are one of those teams, especially if you if they could keep uh, Mitchell Robinson on the floor the way they did. Um, well, although Mitchell Mitchell had a lot of uh, foul issues, but it just like without if you're not putting some bonus on him, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, and especially the rebounding this game, it felt like, and surprisingly, they only had like four more offensive rebounds. They really, uh, which I'm call it, took the advantage from of those uh, offensive rebounds and got them the second chance points, which I should check how many they did get. So they got 55 rebounds total, the Knicks. The Kings only had 41. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because the Kings were missing a lot. But yeah, they could not keep the Knicks off the off the offensive boards. And, you know, and also the Kings did not take advantage of kind of the spacing issue with the two big lineup because Mitch, Mitchell Robinson, for all the good that he does, not a spacer. Um, Isaiah Hardenstein, not a spacer. Like they needed to take advantage of like the spacing issues, but they it just could in this game. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, so they couldn't grab defensive uh, rebounds late. Again, as I said, just one of those games where the offense, you couldn't hit threes, you couldn't hit free throws, and you had turnovers. And then on defense, just could not control, like contain dribble penetration. And that's that was just kind of the death of this team. The King, the Knicks actually kind of g- gave the Kings a gimme because Julius Randle, after a pretty bad no call on like a transition uh, play, gets really pissed off at the ref, squares up to the ref, looking like he's trying to fight him, and then all of a sudden, like once the once the ref g- gives him a tech, goes to another ref to try to stand him up, and then gets ejected, and then later on, uh, Jalen Brunson. Uh, is defending Davion on on a drive, and you know Davion Davion like on the follow through falls onto his leg, and he had to get out of the game. So you 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 had a, you had two gimmies 
like huge advantages that you know could have helped could have like you know honestly had had you st stole steal this game but kings just were not able to take advantage yeah i mean i guess there wasn't really a guide to like kind of like a De'Aaron to create for us because it seemed like we were you know passing the ball around which i mean we should and uh yeah it's just that we weren't hitting shots at all in my opinion and it's just not falling and that, that's going to be another point point that I'm going to uh, talk about. Sabonis is has been really good, and you know he did it. He did his job more than like he did more than did his job this game. Mm -hmm. But I feel the Kings need to go to, go to him down low. He was a foul magnet this game. Just drew so many fouls on on the Knicks. At one point, he literally not even game time. He drew two fouls on Mitchell Robinson within about ten seconds. Like it's he was just being physical, big boy guys. Like the Kings should have gone to him in the post, I think, a little bit more for him to attack and then draw that double team and then you know kick it out to shooters and you know hope to God that they make it. But you know, I thought they went away from it a little bit too much. And like in the second half, like it's not a bad idea to go to Sabonis in the post. Yeah, which is interesting. And maybe we'll see more in the future, but yeah, so far. I, I, yeah, I definitely would like more Sabonis, uh, in my opinion, than, uh, you know, <laughs> jacking up free, to be honest. Yeah, uh, uh, now I'm not talking about, like, the high post. He's always at the high post, kind of running their action, but have him in the low post. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, the Kings need to get, you know, find better ways to just get him down low and just have him go to work and then create from there. But the Kings don't do that in the second half enough, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, let me, Let's see. Yeah, starters did their job, but well, let's talk about the bench. So the bench. So the first man that comes off the bench is Malik Monk. He was terrible this game. Just, you know, really bad decisions, drove to the basket like one on three and did not even think to pass it out, tries to force a layup a bunch of times, and then just jacking up threes uh, in transition, just awful contested shots. There was one play where back in back-to-back plays td comes down for you know a, a transition three no rebounders just jacks it up and then they get a stop and malik monk does the exact same thing on the next play and that was kind of when you felt like oh boy this is going to be a rough time for the bench if they're not going to hit these uh yeah i mean they're shooters and they're kind of like i guess they're kind of they needed to get going in some ways and I mean, they didn't get going if they can't hit anything. You know, well, the thing with that with them is like, I just like at least take a good three pointer, like not one where you're dribbling, dribbling full speed and then you just come down as fast as possible, full speed and just jack up a three, like mm -hmm. maybe run something. But before, you know, just jacking up, like slow it down. If no one's going to close out to you at all. Sure. But, you know, they're dribbling up into, you know, Again, dribbling up and kind of rushing threes. And that's what I really did. And Trey Lyles got into the act a little bit, although he actually hit one. So, but it was just he, like Malik just did not happen this game. And, you know, he, he kept trying to force it and it just wasn't happening. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if he hit a few more, it would have been definitely a, a pretty close game for sure. Yeah, and then TD, like he didn't hit a shot this game. But he he also just picked up a bunch of really bad dumb fouls. He had a he had a uh, 
really bullshit foul let's be honest like where he, he puts his arm out and julius randall just j- just gets into a shooting motion and gets the hand one there's not much you can do about that kind of stuff but there's just mo- he just didn't have it this game like his rhythm was a little off just you know coming back from a little bit of an absence like I, it's a bit rough to you know to you know come back into this but yeah he just didn't have it this game and yeah without malik going without td going you, you didn't have much hope mm-hmm. hmm. i wonder should we have played a casey a little more even though we didn't really see him much on the floor with four minutes on the uh, for this game, um, you think he would have made some sort of difference with the sizing? I would say so because they had a, like, especially once, uh, once what's his face, once uh, Jalen Brunson and uh, Julius Randall were out, it was the RJ Barrett show, and RJ just got to his spot and then just you know throw up a shot and then either would turn into an offensive rebound or just you know or you know he would make the shot or draw a foul like he kind of just got to his spot like Harrison Barnes just wasn't up to task for guarding him unfortunately like you could have put him in for a few for a few possessions just to ice him a little bit but it is what it is like you know spacing issues and all but like I personally would always want to see more defense because this team has offense and you know you just need a few stops and then you know let your offense come to you mm-hmm. oh yeah so yeah, ultimately, my takeaway from this, this is very reminiscent of the Hawks game. Like where the Kings played pretty bad, but the other team gave gave you openings. Like the Hawks gave the Kings openings to come back in the game, but they just couldn't take advantage. And then same thing in this game. Again, Julius Randle ejected. Jalen Brunson goes out with an injury in, in the fourth quarter. You had openings to come back in this game, but Kings just, they just didn't come to play, unfortunately. Yeah, hopefully it's just those few games where, you know, we could learn from and hopefully bounce back at the future games where if there were openings, we better take advantage of it. Yeah, and the and since you lost this game, like, you know, this was one of the games where I re- really thought the Kings could have, like, taken. Like, this is one of those games where, like, you know, you haven't, I believe, I believe that the Kings had an over 50% percent chance to win this game. Now, the Knicks are figuring stuff out. And, you know, a lot of Knicks fans really loving that they're playing uh, Miles McBride and uh, Quentin Grimes. Like, they're a very feisty defensive unit. And, you know, good good for the Knicks. They're figuring stuff out. And, you know, it, uh, but I still thought, like, the Kings could have taken this game. But now that you've lost this game... It puts a lot of pressure on you to be able to win the Philly one because, like, it's a, they're gonna the the Philly Toronto back to back is brutal, and I just think you have to win one of those games at one point at this point. Mm, I guess we shall see. And you know, again, Joel Embiid. Uh, let me just get his exact stat line. I I think I saw fifty one points. Let me oh, just Jesus, check. is James Harden playing? Uh, he is back. I don't think Maxi. Oh, it's against the Hornets, so who cares? Um, <laughs> fifty-three and twelve. Yeah. Uh, for the Hornets game? No. Yeah. Um, Joel. Joel. Yes. Yeah, Joel. Against yeah. the Hornets. Yeah, it sounds about right. To be honest. Yeah, I don't think Maxi's gonna be back. I don't know yet, but yeah, um, that's gonna be interesting. Sabonis, I think, can hold him well enough one on one, but. It's going to be a rough game. Oh, yeah. 
but it's the game you you kind of have to win at this point. They are they are a very mentally fragile team. So again, you got you got to take your chances. You, they can't come out flat. Because guess what? The next game, I would say they have an 80% chance of losing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, so far we're currently let's see, the fifth seed. So, yeah, surprisingly uh, we haven't moved down. But like you look at the standings. The mm-hmm. Kings are three and a half from the fir- from first place, but they're they're two they're one and a half games from eleventh. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's, it's a, a jump it's a jumbled mess in the West right now. So, you know the King the now of course the Kings could like you know end up losing the rest of the games because the Pistons game while it is quote unquote an easy game the Pistons are tough. And it's the last game of the road trip. Like it's usually those games are really bad. So, you know, if they lose all the games up, like, you know, the rest of the way on this road trip, they end up being, I think, yeah, they they would end up being 500. And that could like, that's going to be rough. That's going to drop you out of the playoffs probably. So they're going to need to pick up their act. They're going to need to find the rhythm. And, you know, hopefully you just, hopefully you just start making shots really like, you know, credit to the credit to the Knicks defense. Like, you know, with their two big lineups, like their rim protection was very good. So, like, Kings were forced into a lot of open, forced into a lot of long jumpers, but they were open and they just did not cash in. Yeah, I guess we'll see. All right, that's all I have for the Knicks game. Uh, let's talk about your 49ers. Um, so let, let, let's talk about the let's talk about the bad news first. Uh, Debo looks looks like he sustained an injury. The good mm. news. He seems to be fine. The preliminary talk is that it's the the staff believes is nothing serious. Yeah, I don't think so. I think from what I heard from uh, our head coach Kyle, um, it's just a high ankle sprain. Which I mean, by the time the playoffs come, I'm pretty sure he'll be back, or maybe sooner. And you know, we'll see. Take our time. I don't want more injuries, you know, coming into the playoffs because uh, that's that's not good. <laughs> we need our guys. The, the high ankle sprains are actually pretty brutal, but it's not your typical ankle sprain. But again, like they said, like it's probably nothing serious, and hopefully that's true. Um, but high ankle sprains, nothing to mess with. Uh, twenty the twenty twenty one the the year the year that um, the Lakers lost to the Suns. Remember, LeBron was injured with a high ankle sprain and basically was never the same after that that year. Hmm. Well, this is a different sport. So from what I've seen, I they still use legs, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we have enough. Um, I feel like we have enough offensive power to, uh, you know, mitigate that. And hopefully by the time when he's fully healthy, um we could just add him right back in to our, you know, arsenal. Well, you might have a new weapon in your arsenal. Barack Purdy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Didn't have too much faith being, you know, the third quarterback of this season to play for the 49ers, which is sounds pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, from what I remember, like, years back uh from purdy um yeah he i don't know his uh throwing in my opinion were was kind of 
suspect in my opinion especially uh you know when he shoots for targets but um yeah so far he's looking really good composed like he's not under pressure most of the time and you know he's hitting his shots you mean he's connecting his passes or passes yeah yeah i'm thinking basketball for some reason (laughs) yeah like and you know to be able to do this well granted i don't think it has that much to do to him but like 49ers were able to punk the buccaneers and kind of shut down tom brady so Uh, pretty 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 good stuff i think no i mean i don't know tom brady and his offense as as long as much as they're good it's I don't know something 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 about it it feels like I mean Tom Bray is getting to that uh point where yeah he may need to retire soon yeah I mean <laughs> I, I when I heard he was divorcing his wife like and then of course like you know coming back to this shit mm-hmm. like yeah he should have retired but I, I get it uh but other than that I mean I said our 49ers defense is I think I said they were okay. I I'm going to change my answer now. I <laughs> they proved me wrong. They're they're pretty damn good. Well, you know, yeah, it was a good it was a good defensive game. They again shut down Tom Brady and just, you know, really really was able to, you know, sh- like smother him and just shut down what, what did they finish? 35 and 7, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good on them for able to do that. By the way, how long is Jimmy going to be out for the rest of the season? What's going much, on? Yeah. Oh really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So it, so literally two games ago, probably the last time we may see him in the 49ers uniform. What if he gets an extension? I mean, they're already stretching it, aren't they? Well, we have Trey Lance who started off the season. And this is supposed to be the season where he develops. And then you have Jimmy, who had a slow start, but, you know, started to uh, pick it right back up uh, towards, you know, up into his injury. And I I don't know. It's like, I can't see Purdy being, you know, permanent because we have Trey Lance. Jimmy's probably going to be gone. It's like, there's there's a lot of questions yet i don't know where where the quarterback situation is gonna go until we get it finalized by someone higher up i guess i'm gonna pull up bill simmons here so bill simmons after davion's game against the hornets was basically basically advocating for them to trade fox uh-huh. i'm gonna i'm gonna do i'm gonna pull a bill simmons here like is trey lance gonna be a top five quarterback in the in the game well then you can you can just well if he's not why not just keep Brock Purdy yeah yeah he's healthy you, you can't you can't trust Trey Lance to be healthy like what, what's the what's the track record right now you I know? mean you, you get you get you get rid of you get rid of Jimmy you, you look towards the future the future is Purdy <laughs> okay <laughs> Now, I don't know. In my opinion, I still don't trust Brock as much as I should to uh, have him end this uh, season. But I I still want to see what Trey Lance is about. And he needs to develop in an actual NFL, you know, on the NFL floor, I guess 
you could say. I don't know. He he needs experience, and he doesn't have that much uh, playing against you know actual NFL teams, and you can't gain that experience just from you know the training camps that they do. I'm I'm gonna pull. Well, this one not even Bill Simmons. I'm just gonna pull a Warriors fan, like you know James Wiseman. They picked him at number two. And you know he's met, he he missed he missed the first he, well he missed the half half of the first year because of meniscus injury and then he missed last all of last year and his development has just completely stalled because of it. What if that happens with Trey Lance? Is he the 49ers version of James Wiseman? Oh man, has so- has Trey Lance shown anything? Like I, I've heard, all I've heard is that he could be good. He has some sparks, if you could say that. Other than that, like, like I said, he needs a full season to you know get acclimated because playing different teams will get you more experience. And so far, he's only played preseasons and uh, what you call it. I think only like really one or two games this season. I forgot how many to be honest. Well, I hope the best for you and your 49ers. Um, you know, well, you're, you guys are finding diamonds in the rough, to say the least. And again, dominant showing against the Buccaneers, showing that Tom Brady probably should have retired and stayed with his wife. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm not Tom Brady, so who am I to say anything? Uh, you know, congratulations to your 49ers um, for you know, for being, again, being able to pull the diamond out of the rough again and seeming to find a gem. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, hopefully, yeah, you guys do make it to the playoffs all healthy. Yep, I guess we'll see. There's only, what, three games, three weeks left, I guess you could say? Yeah, it's getting towards, well, it's not getting to February yet, but it's getting close. Or like, you know, January, I think, is when the playoffs starts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. It's it's almost already Christmas. It's pretty crazy. Jeez, yeah, like what two weeks? Yeah, two basically. Yeah, basically two weeks from now. Yeah, fourteen days exactly. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> it feels like uh, and we're we're already like almost halfway through the NBA season too. Almost, not quite yet. Yeah, not 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 really, <laughs> not really. We we got no. a ways to go. We got a ways to. Go. <laughs> well, like what? It's been two months the season's about like five months no but no i I don't think it's anywhere close yet Mm. it it feels like it's going by quickly that's why uh yeah yeah, a little bit but you know take it take it one week at a time and you know hope it by the end like the kings could be you know in the playoffs i here's a question that i'm hearing a lot do you think the kings end as the fifth seed End as the fifth seed. And let, a, let's say end as the top six. If they start hitting their shots and uh, I guess win the games that mean most, uh, I mean I could see that. I guess, but I mean looking at the what you call Western Conference, I mean it's it's pretty tough. I could say we could maybe squeeze top eight, but other than that, top top five, top six is kind of close yeah like for example that the new orleans pelicans are number one i don't fully trust in them yet 
Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of fluctuation going on. And uh, oh, yeah. I don't I don't know what to think about Portland. And the Clippers, I think, will jump back into the top six. And Warriors, even though they blew that game to the Jazz, they beat the shit out of the Boston Celtics. So, you know, they're a championship team. So they, I think they're going to get back to the top six no matter what. It's a tough one to see the Kings stay stay where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like right now, just enjoy being the fifth seed. Like, again, losing this game and you're still there, it's, that's not bad. But, again, you're about one and a half away from 11. So, yeah, make sure and, to keep winning. And we're, like, what, two games behind a lot of teams because we haven't played as many as the others? Uh, yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, granted, we'll make up those games because, again, uh, Philly and Toronto going to be a that's a murderous row of teams right there mm, oh yeah yeah toronto's gonna be an interesting one i don't know what's going on with them they're they're, they're a weird team but again with i think the sixers are mentally fragile enough that you can take that game and especially like joel isn't isn't a, an absolute monster they're gonna have a tough time i think james harden's kind of he's not washed but he he's getting there um so we'll we'll see, we'll see what happens I mean, I I could expect a pretty big game against us, not or wait for James, pretty good shootout night against us. I don't know. I I don't I don't think James is any good anymore. Honestly, Jesus, he got sixteen assists against uh, Charlotte. Um, caveat: It's Charlotte. <laughs> like yeah. Charlotte without Lamelo, no less. And, you know, again. Anything against the Hornets has a caveat to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is a pretty interesting pot score. And the more I look at it, yeah. Actually, I didn't even really look at it. So you got Joel going off, and that's about it. Let's see. Scary Terry, 29. Kelly Oubre, 29. Oh, man. Kelly Oubre is one of the most frustrating players I've watched in a while. (laughs) I, I actually would not mind him on the Kings. I don't think he would fit on this version of the Kings that well. But he, he's a dog, but oh my god, some of the mental stuff he does. Just a really dumb player. Mm. Oh, too bad James Booknight is not getting too many minutes. Is yeah. he? A lot of a lot of people were scared of this because you know, Steve Ballmer, he, he's the guy that wants to win. And right now, James Booknight is not gonna help you win, most likely. Mm. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah, I mean he's playing Miles. Was it Mason? Is that is that Mason or Miles Plumley? Miles Plumley. Mason. Right? Mason Plumley. I don't, I don't even know where Miles Plumley is. I don't think he's in the league. Because <laughs> I, 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 it's one of the pub Plumleys. But yeah, like, you know, having to play Miles, Mason Plumley all those minutes and not playing like Nick Richards or um, who, who's there? Who's there? A big set. Mark Williams. Like, that's frustrating. Oh, yeah. Well, let's uh let's hope for the best uh, against the 76ers. Let's hope they have another meltdown because, let's be honest, kind of in their DNA. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Anything else you want to quickly talk about? You did tell me you have not uh, watched uh, any new Game of Thrones. So unfortunately, no updates there. But anything else you want to quickly bring up? Uh, no, not really. Just hopefully we could come back for the Sixers game and uh you know get more wins and maintain our you know well it's not really a streak anymore but I don't know <laughs> our rising our rising play 
yeah <laughs> hopefully we can end the season uh on a high note well the season isn't even halfway done so we got a long, <laughs> we got a long way to go um do you think De'Aaron plays the next game mm, I, I always want to say um you know to rest our stars but this is a kind of a game that we may need him to be honest so i don't know if he's 110 percent healthy and ready i'd say go for it anything you know below 100 i would say just just rest it out i say he's back you say he's back if he's not back next game he'll be definitely back on the toronto game now this is just me this is just me spitballing i'm no i'm not read anything that said he'll be back on one of these games but you know Here's the hoping, because, yeah, you're right. I think to beat Philly, you're going to need a big night from somebody. It might need to be De'Aaron. Yeah, because other than him, like, who else can you rely on? It has to be a team effort at that point to, you know. Malik Monk cannot shoot three for three for 13 or three for 16 or whatever he ends up shooting. Yeah, but you'll probably need at least 25 from Herder, 25 from um week and you know harrison 15 yeah that's fine keegan maybe yeah gonna have to produce a little too sabonis you know stay the same <laughs> as he was yeah i think davion having seven points is fine honestly he plays such good defense that you you can deal with that yeah actually now that you mentioned that he has seven points he has a whatchamacallit cut down on his uh whatchamacallit i guess shooting a little bit to focus more on defense i guess i would actually like him to actually attack the basket a little bit more because he is like he's really good at getting there he's not great at he's not amazing at finishing just because he's so small but like there are t- there are a lot of possessions where he doesn't look at the rim at all like you know uh, C- clyde talked about it on the broadcast so mm. i i just wish he he probably should attack the rim a little bit more catch the defense off guard a little bit you know yeah. a-, a la Corey joseph in a way yeah, I, I remember like in the beginning of the season, it seemed like he played a lot of, I guess you could say, you know, the typical ISO ball, try to create for himself, but which was not like, a good thing. Don't get yeah. don't get me wrong. It wasn't a good thing. No, like, yeah. It's just he oh. he's he's finding his role. So sorry to cut you off. Oh no, yeah, you're you're totally right because uh I uh, as much as I like to see uh you know him improve on the offensive end, I mean he does what he does really yeah so he, he just needs to probably make a few more shots i mean granted he didn't take that many shots so yeah uh, let, we'll, we'll see what happens but they're gonna need a big big game from somebody yeah monk three for 15 he needs to be you know probably less field goals if you're not making a lot um he needs to be better mm-hmm. other than that i mean who else is there <laughs> that we would expect uh, to see more from Look, red, look, red Velvet torched him in Game Seven in, in the Ben Simmons meltdown game. Mm. We need, we need Red Velvet to show up. Yeah, it could be possible. Maybe yeah. a thirty-point game from Sabonis. Maybe I don't see him having that much success against Joel. Joel, Joel is just such a monster. Well, we'll mm. see, but you know, here's the hoping. Oh yeah. All right, if you have nothing else, uh, let's call this an episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll catch you guys back after the Toronto game because it is a back-to-back. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see you guys later.